4: As a kid, I remember going into a little store in my downtown of my hometown that does not exist anymore. I believe it was called Caramel Crisp. And it was this older gentleman who made the best caramel corn in the world. And he had to have been at the time, I'm guessing mid 80s. I, I mean, I was a little kid, so my judge of age, probably not the greatest, but he was up there. And he had little bits of candy here and there, and he would always, you walk in there, he'd meet you with a story and a big smile on his face. And I remember going in there, particularly nights before like a Christmas parade or a parade downtown to get some caramel corn. It was fresh, it was hot, it was warm, it was gooey, it was delicious. And he would also then sometimes give you a little extra piece of candy from behind the the counter. My mom worked downtown too at the time. And I remember going in there other days and uh, we'd get some popcorn and he'd be like, here, have this. And I remember like getting like Reese's peanut butter cups from him. It was a very fun, warm, inviting experience. And just the personification of warm, gentle, kind old man, like the way anyone would want to be at that point in their life, just getting joy out of simple things and bringing joy to others. Then one day, it all ended. He, he passed away. And the business also ceased to continue. This next story so much reminds me of that. So much reminds me of that old man. So much reminds me of kind of that simpler time when just being good to one another, having common sense and consideration for one another really meant something. Take a listen. Mr. Graham owned a tiny corner market and he loved all the children who frequented his store. His smile was genuine and his heart was made of gold, even though he barely made a living selling his wares. He handed out free candy to the children. Of course, this made the kids want to live in his store. They were there before school and, of course, after. Mr. Graham spent his afternoons creating tales for us. I loved hearing his latest story. Mr. Graham was a great storyteller, the best I've ever heard. He had the ability to make his stories come alive. When he spoke, you could hear a pin drop. No one wanted to miss a word, he said. If a customer came into the store, they could stop and listen. childlike wonder would fill their eyes. Mr. Graham loved to pull in the adults as well as the children. His eyes would sparkle with merriment when he created the individual voices for the characters. They came alive before our eyes. I don't know when he found the time to create a story, but he had a new story for us almost every single day. Each story took us to a different place. We hated it. When the story ended, he made sure to tell us tales of wonder, joy, and exploration. Our imaginations went untamed within his story kingdom. Mr. Graham should have been writing books for children, but he said, The stories, they're just for us. He made us feel special. Mr. Graham, he smiled all the time, but I felt kind of bad for him. His clothes were worn out. The knees in his pants were threadbare. He always smelled like lava soap, and his hair was always clean and combed. He appeared to take great pride in ironing his yellowed button-down shirts. and There were perfect creases on each sleeve. The worn-out shoes on his feet were always spit-spot-shiny. He did not have much, but he was rich. He found happiness in giving. He found joy in his stories. He found love through us kids. I do not think he was too lonely, but I know he missed his wife. You could see it sometimes, peeking out from behind the constant smile, a longing for something missing. It would show, albeit brief. His wife had died a few years before he had opened the store and they had never had any children of their own. I think the visiting children from the nearby elementary school were as close to a family as he would ever have. One sad day, everything changed. After school, my friends and I went to Mr. Graham's like we did every afternoon and it was closed. No sign, no notice. This was not like Mr. Graham. He was always there seven days a week. We all looked at each other in confusion what could have happened to cause Mr. Graham to abandon his post? Wouldn't he miss us? Maybe he had not been able to remember another story. I tried to think up a reasonable excuse for his absence. I waited for a bit and he still did not show. We had no choice but to go home. That evening, the awful reality would be told to me. My mother sat me down and told me what she had heard. She told me Mr. Graham had died. She had talked to Mr. Graham's landlady at the local grocery mart and had been told the awful news. He had a heart attack and had died quickly. I could not believe it. This gentle soul had died. I did not get to say goodbye. I knew the other children would miss him dearly. When they were told this news by their family members, it was not fair. How could he just go away like that? I was heartbroken. These story-tale afternoons... All gone. Mr. Graham's laughter forever silenced. Yes, he would be sorely missed by all. I cried like there was no tomorrow. I vowed never to forget his loving and generous nature. I wanted to honor the kindness in his heart. But I did not know how. He was with his beloved wife, I was sure of it. He had talked about her all the time and I was sure they were reunited. This made me feel a little better. Time went on and the store never reopened. The neighborhood grew as all neighborhoods do. And a big mall popped up right around the corner. The corner shop belonging to Mr. Graham quickly became outdated and forgotten. I lived about 10 blocks from Mr. Graham's old place and it was eerie to walk past. Seeing it all boarded up made my heart heavy. It had been such a happy place. I'd hoped someone would open another corner market and be as kind as Mr. Graham had been. Of course, it did not happen, and as the years went by, no one bought the old place. I had not walked in that direction for such a long time for a good reason. And become rundown, derelict, slept nearby in the shadows. I was in my teens now, and I remembered the decision to walk by Mr. Graham's old place. Nostalgia overtakes a soul from time to time. Anyway, the sun had just gone down, but I was not afraid. This was my neighborhood and nothing going to hurt me. I kept telling myself this as I walked towards the seedier part of town. As I drew closer to the rotting building, it was apparent that nothing had changed. The paint was still peeling. The building was sagging in places, but it was a special place for me. I felt lighter just looking at the old building. Memories of gumballs, red-hot story tales, and Mr. Graham's sparkling eyes. Wonderful images filled my head. All these memories are flying through my head. I smiled a little smile when I remembered how good Mr. Graham had treated us. we had been so blessed to have had him a part of our young lives. I was thinking about turning away and heading back when I saw a muted light coming from the old store. I saw a soft glow like candlelight behind the boarded up windows. I wondered if someone was inside, what would they be doing in there? It had to be dangerous to be inside the building. After all, it looked like the place was about to fall. I tiptoed over and took a quick peek through the cracks in the boards. And what did I see? It surprised the hell out of me. Mr. Graham. was sweeping the interior of his disheveled, dilapidated store. Obviously, he was a ghostly apparition, but he looked intent on cleaning up the mess around him. I watched for a few minutes in disbelief. Without any warning, Mr. Graham looked in my direction. Startled, I froze to the walls, my hands pressed against both sides of the boarded-up window, wide-eyed, still peering through the cracks. I just could not look away. Mr. Graham tilted his head to the right and smiled. It was like he knew it was me. He winked at me, just like he did when he was alive. I knew at that moment he was okay. Now he was more than okay. I saw that old twinkle in his ghostly eyes. He turned back to his chores and silently, slowly, he faded away. The dilapidated store was dark as an old unused building should be. I walked away with a smile on my face and a light heart. Mr. Graham, you'll never be forgotten.
3: This is Real Ghost Stories Online.
4: Want a commercial-free experience of the show with access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories? Sign up at Apple Podcasts right now and try it for three days free. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost Stories.
3: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics in Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
5: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbocasino.com.
3: It's my little escape.
4: Now Judy's the life of the party.
3: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
4: Whoa, take it easy, Judy.